Welcome to The Confidence Project. My name is Liam and I have made it my mission to skyrocket your confidence across body, mind and everything in between. I want this podcast to inspire you so that you have the self-belief and motivation to become the best version of yourself. Thank you so much for listening and embarking on what's going to be an incredible journey for the both of us. Let's take you from where you are now to where you want to be. Team, welcome back to another episode. As always, buzzing to have you here. Thank you for listening. This episode, I want to share with you just what I've been up to over the weekend. I've had a busy one and there's a lot to share. Um, and I felt like I could do an episode on it, really. But before I jump into it, at the time of recording this, it is the 11th of October. Um, and yesterday, Tuesday the 10th, was World Mental Health Day. Um, I was actually unaware of this um, until I saw a really powerful video released by Norwich City Football Club. Um, now, without sort of going into too much detail on it, the, the moral of the story was you don't always know what's going on in someone's head and their life. And it was two blokes going to a football game and one was down in the dumps and it was quite obvious and one was quite sprightly and quite upbeat and, and you know, on the surface themselves really and, and you know, happy-go-lucky. And then one day, one of them wasn't here um, and it was you know, the happy-go-lucky man or seemingly so. And the moral of the story was, like I say, you don't always know what's going on in someone's head um, behind closed doors. So it is always worth scratching beneath the surface, making sure that you are there for somebody, asking if they are okay um, and just being there for them. And like I say, it's a really, really moving and powerful watch and something I would highly recommend, honestly. Um, yeah, with that said... I am always here for anyone um, in any way, shape or form, capacity that you need. If you need an ear to listen, if you need to talk to someone, whether that's me, whether that's somebody else, then just please do it and just know that it's absolutely a-okay to do that. So, with that being said, I want to share with you all what I've been up to this weekend. Um, As many of you are aware, I have my own coaches. Why, you ask? Well, the same reason people would work with me, the same reason that you would hire a coach is for the accountability um, it's to have someone in your corner. It's to have someone forge the path for you. And and I am with who I would consider the very best in the industry, the high performance coach. Now I've been with them for oh, it's over a year and a half, really. So a good time, and, and my, you know I feel like part of the furniture there, and it's it's all good and fun and games. And they do sporadic meetups throughout the year. They are predominantly based in Scotland, but they are an, an online setup, and they have people all from out the world. Um, they have people flying over from Spain, Dubai. Um, I'm sure I've seen someone from South Africa there as well. It's a little bit crazy, really. Um, but they had a, a big event. They have two big events a year, and this one was up in Edinburgh. Um, and what a city Edinburgh is, by the way. It was the second time I've been, but it was just lovely, honestly. Like, really, really nice. And they did another one in Glasgow last year. Um, it just felt like I'd go into Leeds City Centre, really. It wasn't um, didn't have the same sort of magic. Um, so, no, I really liked Edinburgh. I will be back. Um, but that's not the point of the podcast episode at all, is it? Um but what it was, um, it was a two-day event, and on the Friday, what we do is we would train, we would meet up, we'd all train together, um, they tend to hire out a gym, and we then went for some food, and then on the Saturday, it's like the big event, and I can only describe it as a bit of a seminar, really, and a bit of a, a TED Talk, if you will, but I will go into a little bit more detail on each one, but I did just want to give you a snapshot of each one, and actually, most importantly, I'm sure each and every individual will take something away from it, but what I've taken away from it, so the first thing's first. When we did the Glasgow event last year, I got the train up and where the event was and where everything was, it was under one roof. So I stayed in like the Voco Hotel, the Grand Central in Glasgow. 
Um, and if you can imagine, the train station was literally in the hotel. You could walk from the train station through to the hotel. The main event was in that hotel. <clears throat> yes, the gym was um, like a 10 minute walk away, but I played it really safe. It was my first sort of solo trip away and I was messaging like everyone else, like, oh, where are you staying? And making sure that I knew, I, I like had a bit of a comfort blanket really, knowing that everyone was staying in the same place as me and I was playing it safe and I didn't want to get lost in, in a big new city. Um, and I thought, you know what, this time I've grown so much that I'm going to book my own little hotel. So I booked a little Premier Inn on Waterfront in Edinburgh. Um, and <laughs> I had it in my head that I was going to go for a really picturesque run on the, on the Saturday morning. Um, I'll come to that. It wasn't very picturesque. But the point is that I booked this hotel solo and I didn't ask where anyone else was. I didn't worry about that. I drove this time and I just felt really independent. And I just want that to be um, a sign of growth and evolving um, because normally, like I say, you know, I want someone there to hold my hand. I want somebody there to look after me. And, and I just, I didn't go through that. And I thought, you know what? I'm really, really pleased with myself for just being independent. I know you're probably thinking, well, you're 27, nearly 28 and grow up. But I don't know about you, but that was a big thing for me. So I'm really, really pleased. So up I went early doors Friday morning. Um, stayed in this Premier Inn, which was quite a nice Premier Inn, really. You know, I don't mind a Premier Inn. Um, on the Friday... And we went to, I think it was called El Siam Gym. I'm sure I haven't said that right, but it was a bit of a CrossFit gym. And there was about 40, 50 coaches in there. Um, and it was just good fun. And Mr. Dan Reeves, the, the head of athletic performance within the High Performance Coach, put on a bit of a masterclass for us um, and showed us different ways of working. And, and like the workout was like eight mini circuits, each one being eight minutes with two minutes rest, and then you move on to the next one. But some of it included mobility. It gave us some good ideas and clarity on what to do with like my clients. So, you know, it's not just like a, a beast in it's actually there's method behind the madness. Or, so I'm told I'm still aching today and it's been nearly a week. Um, but I really, really enjoyed that. And again, it's this idea of, you know, stepping out of your comfort zone and, and being with people who, you know, like I've never seen before really. But actually, it's just nice to have that thing in common with them and to prove that you are... Um, all on the same path, albeit a different destination, but you know, we're all trying to better the lives of others. And that's something that Dan really emphasizes. Essentially, it's a privilege to be in this industry. Um, it's so rare that you're in an industry where you get the opportunity to change lives and have such a powerful impact. And that did make me think all weekend and still now, wow, how lucky am I? I'm in a position where I get to work with, I've currently got just over 30 clients, um, so many people, and I have done with in the past and we're only getting better. Um, but we can really leave a mark on, on not just the industry, but the world. And that is the aim of everything that I offer. And, and I'm going to come to this later down the line. But, you know, it, it's just incredible. And it, I always feel every day so lucky. Um, yes, you know, I'll see the same people week in, week out, have the same conversations. But every time I see them, they're just getting that 1% better. And it's just amazing. And I'm, I'm just buzzing to be here, honestly. Going self-employed as a PT and, and coach best thing I've ever done. So let that be a mark to take that leap, step out of that comfort zone, stop playing it safe because watch what could happen. So that was Friday afternoon. Um, and then what they kindly did was took everyone to Fazenda, which if you've ever been to Fazenda, you'll know it's like an all you can eat meat place. Um, so it was protein overload. Um, and it was all on them, which, you know, I wouldn't expect that. It was a really generous sort of thing. And it was just another mark of, you know, just, you know, um, the quality of the high performance coach and the service that they offer and, and you know we had what like say 40 50 people at the gym there might have been a few more that came to Fazenda um, and it was just it was just nice it's just nice to then break bread and again share um, 
all these things that you find that you have in common with people, you know, the, the struggles that I have as, as a self-employed coach, it turns out that everyone's in the same boat and, and it's nice just to mind map that together really. So that really emphasizes the importance of culture and community um, and then that in turn gives me confidence to obviously come into the role I play with my guys and absolutely smash it. So that was really, really nice. And then what I loved going back to this idea of, you know, stepping out of your comfort zone and, and just focusing on yourself and doing what you want to do. You know, a lot of the coaches, they might have gone out or done whatever, but I just said, you know what, I just want a little bit of me time. So after Fazenda, I just went back to the room, um, went to Asda, got a few cookies just to cap it off because I was like, you know what, I'm going to have some dessert. Um, and, I, and I was just, you know, I was in bed for half nine, but it was just nice because I felt like, I felt grown up. And again, that might sound a bit daft, but it was just an, a nice thing to do, really. And I knew that I had a big day on Saturday. So Saturday rolls around. Um, and like I said, I wanted to get up and go for this run. Now, the Premier Inn that I booked was on the waterfront. So, you know, quite nice, you know, where all the boats were and, and all that sort of stuff. And it, it just, it was good. You know, you could almost feel that sea breeze. Um, and I was like, you know what, I'll get up and I'll go for this run. And, and I think I wanted to do like, I wanted to do a 60 minute run, I believe, off the top of my head. And I, and I did that. But what I didn't do is here, I didn't take a blinking jacket, which I felt really daft with, or a, or a coat. So, I was just there in my t-shirt and shorts that I'd worked out in at the, the gym workout before. Um, and I got up at half five. Well, obviously, changing seasons, it pitch black. And it was belting it down. It didn't stop raining all day on Saturday. So that were a cold one. That was a cold one. But again, I felt quite empowered, you know. And especially when I'm running somewhere new. In fact, when I run anywhere, and when I do the longer distances, you know, train for the marathon, I don't see it as a run. I see it as a chance to explore uh, and yes, obviously, like I'll run local, but the further you run, the, the more you can explore. So when I were in somewhere new, I was just like, there was no care, really. And yeah, maybe I couldn't have gone as fast as I wanted to. In fact, I described it as puddle stomping. It was just soaked. But, you know, I went for this hour run. It felt really good just to be out. And like I said, I did run along the sort of the seafront and it was freezing naturally and I couldn't really see much. I was falling over, but... It were good, it were good fun, and I just felt really empowered and fulfilled knowing that I was doing that for me and for nobody else, and you know, look at me, I'm in Edinburgh, just living the life I want to live really, so I felt really quite proud of that, um, and I got back and I had my breakfast at the Premier Inn, um, which was all good fun, because you know, you pay for the buffet and you, and you make the most of it, but I'll tell you what, I did feel that for Zender that next morning, because poor, I, I, don't, I have no idea how many plates we got through, but... 15 plus I mean I don't know but it were a lot of cuts of meat really and the buffet for Zender is amazing as well so if you're ever going to go to one of these all you can eat meat restaurants yes it's a little bit pricier um, but the quality was there I'm telling you for Zender is the way forward so obviously food done training done feeling good soaked in the rain I'd had my croissant overload at the Premier Inn uh, and I was ready for the big day so the main event was at Murrayfield Rugby Stadium um, I've, I've always been horrendous at rugby never really had an interest in it but I tell you what this stadium was pretty special um it were um it was pretty big and it just had a bit of a feel to it a bit of an aura really so you know I could really appreciate there was probably a little bit of history there and some quite memorable moments there as well so I felt lucky to be there um and my god they did put on a show did the high performance coach you know they had when you walked in, there was someone playing the bagpipes and, and, you know, they'd hired out this massive suite and they'd put on, you know, tea, coffee, lunch, more croissants. It was just brilliant, honestly. I really, really enjoyed it. But again, I had gone to that event by myself. I had I'd driven up to Edinburgh by myself and done this for me. And that's really important as well. I want you to know that actually to make that you time, to do something as special as that, just go do it. And like that could actually be like, booking a holiday for yourself and like you know just staying away by yourself you know whether you've 
you know, obviously if, if you're in a relationship or you've got kids, it's, it's different, of course it is. But, you know, if you do ever get the opportunity just to spend a little bit of you time and focus on yourself, I'd really, really recommend it, honestly. It was really, really fun, really enjoyable. Um, but obviously the main event, um, now it had about five or six different speakers, some of which were um, members of the High Performance Coach and sort of like long-standing members and people who had got really powerful stories. And I'm going to come on to one or two of them. Like I say, you know, I were there for seven hours. I'm not going to spend all day sitting here and, and talking through every single little thing. But this is a snapshot episode and, and one that I really want to share with you, a couple of things that I've taken away. Um, and then obviously like the, the main coaches themselves did a talk and it was really, really good fun. I'll tell you what, it was a long drive back as well. But... If you've ever been to T-Bay Services, um, I recently discovered that that is just the go. It's like a farm shop service. So just just go. If you're ever that way, um, I was thinking it was coming back like near the M6, like just go. But anyway, going back to Murrayfield and the main event, um, first things first, um, we had uh, Porrick, who um, he's, I think he's, he said he'd been High Palms coach for three plus years and he did a speech on who am I and, you know, you're almost your promise and your manifesto to yourself and that really got me thinking about well who am I and and if you can answer that question brilliant because I still struggle I'm Liam yeah but what does Liam bring to the table strip away you know uh, the the PT and the, the cups of tea and you know the little quirks you've got like who is Liam what traits you know does he have deep down and rooted and, and that's a question I will ask you and it's it's not even an answer I really have and I think it might always change depending on how I feel but it really does um, give you sort of food for thought really and it's just one to think about so who are you um, but on the back of that we were creating sort of like our manifesto and you know you know, the one that we're going to introduce in the confidence project is I am confident um, and then we're going to have like you know I am X, I am Y, I am Z um, and again that is completely subjective to you as an individual but that's something that's worth thinking about because you you probably just live your life just almost on autopilot not really thinking about what you do or who you are or what you bring to the table um, so it's probably important that you can write three to five things down with starting those sentences saying I am or I can or I do um, and hold yourself true to that and I think that would be really powerful for you and that will align with your values and um your goals and complement your lifestyle massively and just give you a little bit of direction. So I thought that were really interesting, really. Um, and then next up, we had a guy called Scott who did a talk and this was really good fun. Um, now, Scott had recently done, I'm going to butcher the name, but it's it's a crazy marathon. It's an ultra marathon called Marathon Disabre, Disable. Disabre, I'm going to go with. I don't know if I've said that right. And if you're listening, you're probably thinking, what are you on about? But anyway, it's like, a seven-day ultra marathon through like the Sahara Desert, where you you only have on your back what you can carry. So you can imagine, like you know, you're in that blistering heat, running on sand for however many kilometers. Like it were insane. Anyway, this guy had loads of stories to tell, and he he helps people. Um, he he sort of helps businessmen um, and their businesses, and and sort of coaches them, if you will, and and helps direct their businesses and things like that. You know, we're talking like multi-million dollar bill. Biz- multi-million dollar businesses um so you know pretty big time really so he deals with a lot and his or my takeaway from this was where to put your focus because the chances are you are dealing with a lot of stress a lot of pressure um and it's quite easy to get down in the dumps with it all and i guess maybe feel a little bit sorry for yourself at times and and just you know and that's fine you go through the roller coaster is life but 
The thing I took away from this is he proved that you could switch your focus with the snap of a finger. Um, and this is actually something I'm going to do with clients. One day when I get the opportunity, I will, but I will talk you through it. So I want you to imagine a room of, ooh, there might have been like 120, 110 coaches, um, all from different backgrounds, all different shapes and sizes, all with different ethos and values. Um, and you've got everyone standing in a really sad state, a really down state, a really sorry state. Um, you know, and everyone naturally put the head down, rolled the shoulders, looked sad, looked upset. And then he counted us in. He said, on the count of three, I want you to do the absolute opposite. I want you to celebrate and go nuts and, and erupt is how I'd really describe it. So you can imagine we, we, you know, we did it and it was sort of saying, you know, right, that's not good enough. You know, I've, I've seen an under eight football team do better than that. So really go for it. And he had, it do, he had us doing it a couple of times. And if you can imagine this scene, it was like we'd won the World Cup. You know, we were jumping up and down, hugging, celebrating, cheering. People doing cartwheels on the knees, sliding, fist pumping, all of it. Anyway, we did it about four or five times. And he said, really think about the first thing that you do. What's the first action that you do? And for me, it was like a bit of a, um, I mean, I didn't score many goals when I played football, but I almost did like a, a bit of a double fist pump, if you will. Like, you know, come on, yes. Um, and he was saying, use that as a cue um, for that switch of the focus. So if you are feeling like you're procrastinating, if you're feeling like you can't do whatever you are um, wanting to do, or you feel, like I say, you feel a bit sorry for yourself, then we all just prove to ourselves that we can just um, switch that focus up. And like I say, just give yourself that little double fist pump in my case, or whatever your cue is, you know, you might put your hand in the air and, you know, you're saying, you know, obviously don't, don't just do it in the middle of a meeting or whatever, or when you're in the middle of a call, but, you know, just to yourself, you know, before something starts, or, you know, if you're, if you're in the bathroom, you know, give yourself give yourself a little fist pump or whatever. And it, and it just works. So, you know, before I would come into this podcast, you know, I might have, you know, not been feeling up to it. And I'd be like, right, just, you know, give yourself that cue just to go for it. And, and I feel energised and it's proven that you can do it. But on the back of that, it was discussing, you know, the language that you use and, and all this positive language. And, and again, um, how it can be directed and channeled into, into focus and becoming your best self. So I thought that was really, really good. Um, but actually, one of my biggest takeaways was from the next speaker. Now, Kieran is another coach, a um, little bit older than me, um, probably more established in the business. Um, and I don't know a lot about Kieran, really. Um, but I'd got to know about him and his backstory. Now, long story short, uh, Kieran, you know, he was in great shape, uh, flying in business, doing really, really well. And he was uh, one day exploring over in Morocco doing... Um, doing some hikes around Morocco. I have no idea where he was in Morocco. I think it was about 10 miles from Marrakesh, if that helps. Anyway, um, it was going along, and it was, it was um, long story short, um, an accident happened. And what happened was your... Uh, your... So someone just popped up on my phone and they said the word your, and I've, I've just completely gone off tangent. I'm going to flip my phone upside down. Don't look at it. Don't be distracted. Anyway, Kieran was... Um, he was exploring... Um, up hiking and there was two of them it was his friend and a guide and he was saying that actually he shouldn't have been there and he should have been going home the day previously but for whatever reason he stayed for four days because his friends ended up staying out with him um, and in a split second his life changed and he just heard a call from behind him saying Kieran he turned around and I kid you not a boulder has come down um, this mountain you know I can imagine it's come at some pace and crushed him and all of a sudden you're like, oh, well, that must have hurt. Jesus Christ, like, that is 
it sort of just hit us. In fact, his title was, you know, um, hitting rock bottom, which, you know, it, I get because he was saying that, you know, he was stuck under this boulder. They couldn't get it off him. There was 10 miles away from any sort of nearest village. And anyway, he painted this picture. And like I said, I could be rambling on all day about it. Um, but he was stuck under this boulder. And, and you know, thankfully, he's, he's okay. Um, they got him. You know, there were no air ambulances. You know, these people were, were hiked up for him. They took him down on a makeshift stretcher. They looked after him. Um, he got to the hospital. Um, and, and anyway, with these injuries that he had, um, they were saying that he was so lucky. When his friend called his name, it was lucky he turned his head in a certain way. It was lucky that the boulder landed in a certain way. Um, it was lucky that your um, it was in the, like a little stone that he managed to like pivot off the boulder. So like it sort of like it was stuck between him and the boulder. And, and if that stone wasn't there, then it would have crushed him in in all the wrong places and, and caused a whole new series of injuries. Um, and honestly, the the way he spoke and the emotion, like he just had everyone captivated, um, and he had this this life changing accident. And you can imagine this, you know, this highly driven bloke who was smashing the gym and smashing business and smashing life, and just in a split second, his life changed. Um, but it's how he dealt with it, and there was two things that came with it, and it was gratitude and appreciation. He appreciated. And he had so much gratitude for the people in his life, for the people that saved his life. I think he said there was eight people hiked up for him. Like, say, you know, how long that took him. I think he said, like, there was local villagers, you know, just like, one of them must have been close to 70. And they were almost like in just flip-flops and they brought, like, a little mattress and, like, a makeshift belt and, and strapped him up in it and carried him down. And, you know, the, the way he told this story, and it just made you really, really appreciate life. And going back to the initial thing I said about, obviously, like, your mental health and stuff like you have only got one life and, and it's now how you use it and it's now your outlook on life. And I know it happens, you know, when you lose someone close to you, it does put things into perspective, but the way he spoke and articulated his story, it really did make you think, like, how am I acting? Like, he was saying, like, <laughs> one of the things he said was, your opinion is now always wrong and he never argues with anyone because what what is the point of, you know, if someone has a different opinion to them, to him, then... So what? Like, it's not worth losing stress over. If someone said something bad at work, it's not worth losing stress over. If, if you know, something hasn't gone your way, it's not worth losing stress over. Um, and it's just like looking after like your headspace and how you deal with things and, and how you approach things going forward. And another thing he said was he was, he was just grateful to still be, obviously still be here, which is obviously really touching, but to not take things for granted, to be able to move, to be able to walk and talk and you know, moving is it's a privilege, it's not, you know, a God-given right, and there's people who really struggle, and he was just so lucky, and it, what I could even do is, I might speak to Kieran, if, if anyone's interested, and I'll get him to fire over his sort of story, if, if he were up for it, because I don't think I've done it justice there, really, I'm trying to think back to how he's, you know, what happened in his life, and but yeah, it was just what a story. And the two things that I took from it were just, you know, just be grateful for being here and just appreciate what you have and what you've got because in a split second, it can all change. Um, but obviously on the back of that, then we had obviously our own coaches talking um, and that is obviously all like quite subjective. That were like a little bit more about business and now you can make that grow um, and how you as a person deal with it and operate within your business and things like that. So I won't delve too much into that but again there were loads of key insights from my point of view and that's actually now giving me the confidence to do what I want to do and how I can level up so this is what 
I said I was going to come to, and I've put a thing out on Instagram yesterday. Um, but at the moment, um, I am Liam Swales, and I am Liam Swales Personal Training, and the program that I offer is called The Confidence Project. Um, now, I want to expand, I want to build, I want to grow. Um, next year, I plan to have two um, new products, so three in total, and this will give people a number of ways of working with me, whether that's online, um, face-to-face, or in a group setting. Now, I'm not going to give too much away. All will be revealed shortly, but um, what I've taken from it, and you're going to have to forgive my language, really, is it's this idea of like not being afraid to try something new, and it's this case of almost like fucking around to find out is how I'd really describe it. And, you know, I want people to know that I will get things wrong, I'll get things right, but actually not being afraid to just take that leap of faith and, and not being afraid to you know, go to your Edinburgh's and do these solar holidays and not being afraid to expand the business and hold my hands up and say, I've got things wrong and I've, you know, this is how it's now going to plan out. But you can only connect the dots looking backwards. So you've got to make these steps in order to move further forward. So stay tuned for all that. Um, like I said, I wanted this to be a snapshot. I wanted to keep it under 20 minutes. I have just gone over because um, I've waffles and butchered so many stories, no doubt. But hopefully you've got the message there. And my takeaways from Edinburgh are to not you know, be afraid to do the things that you want to do and live a life on your terms. It's to channel your focus. It's to confirm your identity and, and to really think about who you are, what you bring to the table and what you stand for. It's all about the language you use and the people you spend the most time with and having that care, that appreciation, that gratitude for them. And obviously, on the back of Kieran's really touching story, is just having that love for the people in your life, for the people around you. Um, and again, just to show gratitude and appreciation for it all. Um, and then obviously, lastly, to have the confidence to take that leap of faith and do the things you want to do. Um, because it is only when you have the ability to look backwards that you can be immensely proud of what you have done, who you are, and just how far you've come. So hopefully you've managed to take something away from that episode. Um, forgive the rambling, forgive the waffle, but it wouldn't be the Confidence Project podcast without a little bit of waffle, would it? So team, thank you as always. Take care. If there's anything you need, if you've got any questions on the back of obviously what's to come from my end, stay tuned on social media, drop me a message. I am more than happy to answer any questions. We've got some exciting stuff being rolled out. Um, Obviously when I do roll everything out, I will do a specific episode on it to give everyone the clarity that they need. But team, go have a great, I'm going to say Wednesday, but you might listen to this on a different day. So go have a great day, whatever day it is, and take care.